you can make money and earn a living doing what you love? Are you tired of constantly jumping on the next business venture that makes overnight promises? Or maybe you're currently building someone else's dream, working a nine to five. I'm Shauna Parker, and I'm a life coach who helps everyday people just like you figure out how to make a living doing what you love, whether that is to bake cupcakes for a living or simply be able to read books and share with others what you have learned. You can be, do, and have anything as long as you have the right mindset, habits, and yes, faith. So grab a notebook and your favorite pen because friend, it's time to take action. Do you ever feel paralyzed in your business? The kind of paralyzation where you don't know what to post, record, or even the next steps to take? This has been me the past two weeks. As you probably noticed, I haven't, maybe you haven't noticed, I haven't published any new episodes in two weeks. After I published that last episode about the market research, I became so paralyzed and at a loss for words and even actions to take. I was so overwhelmed that I actually had thoughts of going back to work for someone else. In fact, I even applied to a bunch of places, 36 to be exact. But because I wasn't sure if it was God leading me to go back to work or if it was my own flesh driving me back out of, de- out of desperation, I prayed over it. And I, I prayed that he would open the right doors and close. Okay, <laughs> I asked God to slam the wrong doors shut. And you know, he did just that. Some really crazy things has happened this last couple weeks. I was offered a position from one company and then I never heard from them again. Actually, come to think of it, I think this happened twice. No, wait. Okay, so the one company scheduled an interview and I was supposed to get, they were supposed to get back to me with the address and never did. I never heard from them again. Then the, uh, then the other one offered me the position. I never heard from them. Yeah, the, the one offered me a position and then the other one was an interview. Yet, I never heard from either one of them again. Then <laughs> I went on another interview for one position and ended up asking about another position that I knew I'd be really, really good for. And I was actually well qualified for this position. And it was a Christian company. So I'm sitting there thinking, okay, this is what God wants. This is where he wants me to be. Christian company, they're very vocal about it. And I'm good at the position I'm applying for. Even though I didn't want the job, I told God that I would do whatever he wanted even if that meant going back to work for someone else. Even in my heart, I really do not want to go back to work for someone else. I love what I do. I know in my heart that coaching is what I'm supposed to be doing. But for some reason, I was doubting him. So the next day, I received an email that they decided to move forward with other candidates. I wasn't really crushed. I, I think I was more relieved than anything. So after two weeks of interviews being passed over and forgotten... <laughs> I knew in my heart that I am where God wants me to be. See, something that I have been struggling with all my life is wondering if something is from God or not. More times than not, I would think something was from God and it turned out not to be from God. But in all honesty, what if something is from God and we don't act at all? We will never know unless we take that first step. I learned a valuable lesson from this entire experience. The lesson that I learned is not to be like Lot's wife. So if you're, if you're listening to this and you don't know the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, you can find it in Genesis chapter 19. The last we hear of Lot's wife is in Genesis 19:26. But his wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. This is when they're running from the city of 
Sodom and Gomorrah and the angels told them not to look back. Unfortunately, Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. We don't hear anything about her again. At least I don't believe she is mentioned again until Luke 17, 32, when Jesus says, remember Lot's wife. Out of all the women in the Bible, he tells us to remember Lot's wife. I believe that he was telling us not to look back at what we once had, but rather to look forward, look forward to what he has in store for us. Just like Lot and his family, he was leading them to a new city. The crazy thing about all this is I made a reel just last year about Lot's wife. I basically said that you will never see the amazing things that God has planned for you if you keep looking behind you. And I titled it, Don't Be Like Lot's Wife. Sometimes, even though we know these things, we need to be reminded. In fact, this is why it is so important to renew our minds daily through the scripture. Anyway, I was looking back. I was so paralyzed and instead of looking at the root of the problem, I chose to look back. But here's the thing. I didn't only look back, I tried to go back. Go back to the very thing I despised, working for someone else. All because things got a little hard and overwhelming. Instead of reminding myself why I'm doing this, I looked for comfort in what I once knew. Don't allow the mind drama to keep you paralyzed like it did me. Don't look back and instead look, look for the root of the problem. Instead of going to my coach, I tried to find a solution. Instead of going to God, I tried to find a solution. For me, it turned out to be a number of things that I simply wasn't dealing with. The number one issue that was keeping me paralyzed was trusting God. Here's the thing. I didn't even realize I wasn't trusting him until my pastor called me out during service. Okay, (laughs) he didn't really call me out by name, but have you ever been in service and felt like the pastor was speaking directly to you? This has been my experience on several occasions. So just a couple episodes ago, I talked about tithing and the importance of it. But before that episode, I had mentioned how I forgot to add in there that I struggled with whether to tithe or not to tithe if you're only making enough to pay the bills. I then suggested that you pray over it, which I believe you should. Well, at church, the Sunday after that market research episode, when I became paralyzed, my pastor said out loud, like he said loud and clear, If you aren't tithing even the 10%, then you aren't trusting that the 90%, that the other 90% came from God. Wow, that hit me so hard. It hit me hard because I had missed several weeks of tithing. I think I probably even missed a couple months of tithing because I was literally making enough to pay the bills. I know how this must sound. Here you are listening to a podcast on making money, doing what you love, and the host is telling you she only makes enough to pay the bills. Hear me out though. My circumstances are not your circumstances. I have a lot of bills because we made some bad choices and we had a lot of unexpected things happen over the past few months. Things like having to buy tires for three vehicles and then our central air unit needed to be fixed. Just to name a couple. So while we're playing catch up and trying to dig ourselves out of this hole, we're not only paying our bills, but we're also paying double credit card payments. Because we had to charge our credit cards, our payments are now doubled in it. A couple of them have even tripled. So when my pastor spoke those words, I knew immediately what the problem was and why I was looking back, why I felt paralyzed. I was trying to find a solution to fix our debt problem instead of trusting God. Instead of turning to him for help, I looked back and thought it would be easier to just go back to work. Here's the not so funny part. I applied to sales jobs. Seriously, this was my thinking because I've been in sales most of my life. 
if I go back to a sales job, I will have no cap on my income and I can get us out of this debt. I can get our debt paid off in no time. See, I was making it about me and my debt. Instead of trusting God to provide, I tried to find the solution. And then I started thinking about, okay, I have a coaching business. I'm basically in sales now, Do but I'm doing, the difference is I'm doing what I love. I'm not working for someone else where my integrity is being challenged. Why am I not trusting God to provide in my business, but yet I would trust him to provide in a sales job? It just, it all just clicked and it made so much sense. This got me to wondering how often do you do this? How often do you start and stop? How many times have you given up and went back to a job working for someone else? Or just stayed in that job? How many times did you think something couldn't possibly be from God when it really was? How many times have you turned back when God was leading you to a new city or a new business venture or to simply pivot? It's important to remember your struggles develop your strengths. God has already supplied you with the resources that you need and he will continue to provide if you trust him. Just keep moving forward. Don't look back, not even for a second. Don't be like Lot's wife because nothing is happening to you, but rather it's happening for you. Whatever you are going through right now is building you up for what's to come. Your tomorrow is going to be a reflection of what you did today. And that, my friend, includes tithing, trusting God, and taking action. Even when you feel paralyzed, someone somewhere, they need you. So don't you dare give up. God put a calling and a desire in your heart for a reason. You are his vessel. So allow him to use you and bless you the way that he wants to. That's all I have for today. I love you so much and I just want to say thank you for listening. As always, I will leave you with something to think about. This quote is from Zig Ziglar. The past is your lesson. The present is your gift. The future is your motivation. Real quick, before you go, if you got value or learned something new, would you mind leaving me a review on Apple Podcasts? This helps others to find the podcast so that they too can make money doing what they love. And remember, with the right mindset, habits, and faith, the possibilities are endless. Need help figuring it all out? Then you're going to want to check out my How to Make Money Doing What You Love Masterclass. Check the show notes to learn more.